0: What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Tonight it is Thursday evening, March 9th. Uh, we're just gonna hang out and go over some fantasy basketball news and some player stuff for you guys to get you through to the next round of the fantasy playoffs. For me, it's round one of the fantasy playoffs, so next week should be your final fours wherever you're at we're going to get you ready for the playoffs and hopefully we can get you guys to the championship so let's hop into a screen share and uh, i guess the the biggest news on the on pretty much everyone's mind is kevin durant's going to be reevaluated in 2 weeks so uh, that's going to potentially open up some spots there uh, on phoenix but we'll get to that in a second i think we're going to go by team by team uh, and i'll kind of just quickly you know just go through each team and let you guys know which players should be picked up or rostered during the remaining stretch. But I wanted to show the top added players here on ESPN and uh, what they've been averaging the last seven days, because there's a lot of good pickups potentially, whether you're in an eight, 10 or 12 man league. Uh, but DeLon Wright's got the biggest spike in, in, in percent roster ship here. He's up almost 17%, averaging 35 points per game over the last seven nights and uh, 26% roster. So get DeLon Wright, of course, get Tyus Jones. If you still can Emmanuel quickly, uh, had that massive uh, big game the other night, na- the other night in double o- overtime, Jalen Williams, Then there's Chris Dunn, and he's been getting some more run because Colin Sexton's been out. I know Talon Horton Tucker's been getting some run too, but you see some really nice minutes here from Chris Dunn. He's definitely a guy that's worth picking up. Uh, Cam Reddish uh, for the Trailblazers here. He's averaging 30 points per game. Uh, You've got Tari Eason. He's averaging 30 points per game. Marvin Bagley. Uh, let's see here. Ubre is well-owned, but I want to talk about Xavier Tillman because I did see Stephen Adams is going to be reevaluated in another four weeks, so that's a pretty big deal, and Tillman's been on fire lately. He's he's pretty much a walking double-double. He's going to get you assists, steals, and blocks as well. Just fantastic numbers the last couple weeks. So Tillman's a must-add, I think, in all formats right now. And then a couple other guys I'll just shout out real quick. Tim Hardaway, you got uh, Cam Johnson, Matisse Teibel, Kaminga, Uh, You also have Austin Reeves getting some more minutes there with no LeBron. So those are just some players off the top of my head. Even Jeremy Sohan here, uh, TJ McConnell, Moritz Wagner. Uh, But let's get into it. Let's just go through Atlanta. I just want to see who's been wheeling and dealing for them the last handful of days. We're going to go by average. And see if anyone's sticking out here. Uh, so DeAndre Hunter, he's under 20% roster. He's averaging 21.6 points per game. High minutes, good score, rebounds, assists, and the occasional steal and block. Uh, in a 12-man league, he's not a, a terrible add as like one of the worst players on your team. Uh, and then I guess o- Okongu hasn't really been performing very well, either as John Collins. But it looks like only DeAndre Hunter is going to be available in a lot of leagues. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich may be. Uh, if you're in a in a shorter league here, but we'll move on. Atlanta doesn't really have too many fantasy assets available. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets—they're resting a lot of guys tonight because they play tomorrow night. So, Dinwiddie, Claxton, Royce O'Neal, and Cam Johnson are all out tonight. So, huge opportunity for Dorian Finney-Smith, who's under 10% rostered. Seth Curry. Also uh, low owned here. These guys are going to get a lot of run tonight, probably. And I I believe they play tonight, tomorrow night, and Sunday. So three games in the next four days. So Finney Smith and Curry, even Joe Harris is is an interesting spot. Cam Thomas is probably going to have a pretty good game tonight uh, as well here. So he would be a decent pickup. If you can still make pickups. So keep an eye on these guys. But otherwise, uh, players that are low owned here. I mean, Royce O'Neal needs to be picked up. Cam Johnson needs to be picked up. And then I have noticed Finney Smith's been starting to get uh, a little bit more minutes and more production here. He had one big 37-point game here. But maybe in a 12-man league, you can look for him. Let's move on to Boston real quick. In the Celtics, uh, you got Al Horford, who's 50% rostered. He remains—I mean, he should be in a ten-man league. He should be rostered. I don't know why he's so low-owned. He does miss games on—you uh, know—more often than a normal person would, but still, 50% rostered, averaging 25 points per game on the year. Derek White still playing well. Robert Williams, and then after that, like, the Celtics are like—they're pretty high-owned guys. You know, Tatum Brown brogdon Derek white all these guys are even marcus smart these guys are high owned so i don't really see any pieces available on the celtics to take advantage of let's look at charlotte hornets who have kind of packed it in for the year uh dennis smith jr remains the top priority here if he's available in your league he's only 20.6 percent rostered Been averaging 27 points per game over the last seven days, didn't have a great game against the Knicks coming off the bench, but he has had a couple 30-point games and some, you know, 24, 27, some nice numbers there. Otherwise, Mark Williams continues to get the bulk of minutes at the five spot here, kind of trending down the last few games here, but he has been one of the biggest – he's been the biggest gainer since the Plumlee trade. So Mark Williams and Dennis Smith Jr. need to be rostered, uh, and that's kind of it from the Charlotte Hornets, so we'll move on here. Let's take a peek at the Chicago Bulls. You've got uh, – let me just do another zoomy here. Uh, you got Zach Levine, 98% rostered, Vucevic, and DeRozan. All these guys are well-owned. Uh, but after that, like it, it's a three-man monster for the Bulls, and after that, it's a lot of nothing. Like Patrick Williams and Caruso, uh, Patrick Beverly, Kobe White. Nope. like There's only three guys on this team that are worth it in fantasy basketball right now. No other players averaging more than 20 fantasy points per game. So we'll leave the Bulls alone. Try not to uh, to dabble with Chicago too much if you can avoid it. Uh, for the Cleveland Cavaliers, their top four players, Mobley, Mitchell, Garland, and Allen, probably all already well-owned. Karis LeVert might be available. He's 40% rostered. Continues to play a lot of minutes and be involved in the offense. So LeVert. If he's out there, I guess he's worth the spot here. And then same thing with the Bulls. Like, they just don't have enough fantasy pieces here. Only five guys averaging more than 20 fantasy points per game. So we'll kind of, you know, move on from the Cleveland Cavs. Let's look at the Mavericks. Um, Okay, so you have, of course, Kyrie and Luka. These guys are the top-owned players. Christian Wood, also 83% rostered. But I see a couple players here. Tim Hardaway Jr., averaging 27 points per game over his last seven games, uh, high minutes player here. He does kind of score in bunches at times, rebounds, assists, and steals are in his wheelhouse here, but he's primarily a scorer. Uh, he'll also, you know, he'll get rebounds and, and assists consistently here, but it looks like he needs to be picked up <clears throat> in 12-man leagues. He's only 16% rostered, and again, averaging 27 points per game over his last seven days. Uh, not sure what's up with Maxi Kleber here not really sure i trust him but he's back in the mix getting some minutes per game decent floor there in fantasy uh but that's about it nothing really I'm super excited about here Reggie Bullock plays a lot of minutes uh but he doesn't he doesn't play very fantasy friendly i mean he kind of tops in at, at about 20 fantasy points here so not really something i'm excited about for fantasy let's take a peek at Denver and of course, the Nuggets are all about Jokic and Jamal Murray. Aaron Gordon's probably picked up, and so was Michael Porter Jr. The one guy that might be available, though, uh, I guess there's two guys: Bruce Brown here, 22.5% rostered. He's averaging 24 points per game on the year, 23 his last seven days. If you're in a 12-man league, like, this is a, a really good find here. He's gonna, you know, be over 20 fantasy points uh, for his average for the most part. And then Contavius Caldwell-Pope. Hasn't been playing his best ball. His scoring's been down the last five nights here. He's usually a little bit better. If you can see here, he had a bunch of 35-point games, a 23, a 30, a 23. So I think he can get back to here. He's just kind of slumping a little bit. But even in his slumping, you see a 22, a 17, a 17, and a 28. So KCP and Bruce Brown both need to be picked up. Uh, And then after that, it kind of drops off. So look at Bruce Brown. Look at KCP if you need someone there. The Pistons. Uh, full tank mode here. Uh Jaden Ivey's probably the only guy that's already picked up in a lot of leagues here, but you have Marvin Bagley, 22% rostered, averaging 32.8 points per game. Uh, Not sure what's up with Alec Burks here. <clears throat> He's been missing some games here with a foot injury. We'll kind of pass over him. James Wiseman should be picked up. <clears throat> He's about 15% rostered, averaging 26 points per game. Hamadou Diallo, let's see here. Um Wow. So they're going to shut Diallo down. He's going to be reevaluated in three to four weeks. Probably not going to play for them anymore. So there's some opportunity here. Uh, maybe it's Corey Joseph gets more playtime. RJ Hampton, Killian Hayes. There's going to be more opportunities at the two and three spot here. So I'm not sure who exactly gets called up. But we'll watch for this. They have a lot of guys averaging 20 fantasy points per game. There's Isaiah Livers. Who might be the guy? Corey Joseph might be worth a look, but for the most part, we're not super excited about the Pistons. Uh, Let's move on to Golden State. Of course, Curry, Thompson, um, and Jordan Poole, high-owned players, as well as Draymond Green. Uh, Kaminga has been playing well. I'm not sure what's with the red O here. Uh, he rolled his ankle in warmups, uh, but he had been on fire the last four games here. He had a 30 point game a 40 and a 37. So we'll see if he can maintain these high minutes here of 28, 32 and 29. Uh, he's been playing really good lately. And then DiVincenzo continues to play well, 15% rostered averaging 29 points per game. He's, he's been on a nice little tear ever since late February here. So he's a highly productive player. A lot of minutes there. You can see what Seven straight games over 30 minutes, uh, and he does it on all five categories. Rebounds, points, assists, steals, blocks, you name it. DiVincenzo is there for you. And then Kayvon Looney, uh, he's kind of been in a downtrend lately here. Uh, he's averaging 25 points per game on the year. It's kind of slumping the last few games here. Uh, but on the whole, man, he's he's been one of their best players. He gets double-doubles. He gets assists, steals, and blocks. Only 20% rostered, and he's a decent pickup here. And then after that, that's that's kind of it. Not sure what's up with Wiggins here. Um, just personal. He remains out. Um, so we'll see. I continue to, to, I guess, look at DiVincenzo there. The Houston Rockets. Uh, of course, uh, Senjin, Kevin Porter Jr. Is he coming back? Yeah, he's back in the mix. He's just not playing. So, uh, But he's he's highly owned there. Tara Eason, we talked about him at the beginning of the show. A pretty good pickup, only 15, uh, only 12% roster. Jalen Green's owned. Kenyon Martin should be picked up in 12-team leagues, and same with Jay Sean Tate. Uh, Indy, the the Pacers, uh, of course, Hal Burton, Buddy Heald, Turner, uh, our our high-owned players here. But T.J. McConnell is kind of making a comeback. He had that nice little run for us earlier in the year. Uh, And now four of his last five games have been pretty dang good. His floor is 18. He got a ceiling in there of 34. His minutes are trending back in the right direction. So it looks like McConnell is back as a streamer option for you. And then Jordan DeWora. The uh, they acquired him from the Milwaukee Bucks. Ever since he got to the Bucks, he got a lot of opportunity right away in his last five games. Here, he's been over 20 minutes, five straight games of double digit real points, and then rebounds, assists, steals, the occasional block in there. But uh, five straight games over 20 fantasy points. So keep an eye on Noara in deeper leagues. Here, uh, we'll also keep an eye on Jalen Smith, uh, Chris Duarte, just keep an eye on those guys. But McConnell and Noara for sure. Look into them. Uh, on the Clippers side of things, of course, they were very active at the trade deadline. Uh, Kawhi, Paul George, and Westbrook, these guys are not going to be available. Uh, Zubox, maybe. Uh, Mason Plumley actually has been kind of uh, getting more value lately <clears throat> uh, the last couple days here, uh, but Zubox healthy, so maybe he's kind of trending downwards, but he should be rostered in 12-man leagues. And then Eric Gordon uh, is probably the last guy here that I trust. He remains a nice minutes player here, 34, 30, 33, 27, the fantasy points. He kind of is at his low games, about 20 points. You see the 19, the 21, the 18. And then he does have a now and then where he can go off, especially if Kawhi or Paul George are going to be out for that night. So uh, interested in Eric Gordon, maybe Terrence Mann, uh, but he's starting to slip down in the minutes department. It looks like they're going to go with Eric Gordon as the trusted guy. So for the Clippers, Look out for Eric Gordon. Uh, I I think that's pretty good. And then with Norman Powell out, uh, he's undergoing treatment here. No timetable yet. So I guess, yeah, Eric Gordon's probably the guy you want uh, from the Clippers. For the Lakers, of course, uh, Anthony Davis – the only player that's probably owned in in all formats here, but Dennis Schroeder, 31% owned Uh, Austin Reeves is the guy here, 4.6% owned and he's putting up 27 points per game in fantasy. Troy Brown jr. Another good ad here. He's only 1.2% owned and some really nice games. His last four games, he's been balling lots of minutes, points, rebounds, assists. Uh, So I like Reeves. I like Brown, Uh, Jared Vanderbilt. They just put Mo Bamba Uh, Out, I think for the season. So Jared Vanderbilt's going to continue to get a ton of uh, ton of run here. He's probably a a, what thirty percent rostered, averaging twenty five points per game. Malik Beasley, Achimura these guys are probably not. I'm not too interested in them. Uh, But for sure, Reeves, Troy Brown, Schroeder. Look at Vanderbilt. Let's move on to the Grizzlies, and of course, with no John Morant, Tyus Jones is the guy. Xavier Tillman, both these guys playing really really well right now. That's probably the only two guys that are widely available in most leagues here. So Tillman. 8% rostered, 32.6 points per game in his last seven nights. And then Tyus Jones, of course, is going to have value as long as Ja is out. Let's look at the Miami Heat. Uh, Of course, Jimmy Butler out of bio hero. These are the top owned players here. You can maybe make a case for Caleb Martin, who's been playing well, 21.9 points per game over his last seven days, 5% rostered. And then Kevin Love, you have to kind of deal with him missing uh, a game or two every now and then. But if you need someone in deeper formats, he's not playing terrible. Uh, And then after that, it gets pretty weak here. So maybe maybe stay away from Miami. Let's look at the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Giannis not playing tonight. Of course, Holiday, Lopez, and Middleton. These guys are all the top-owned Bucks at the moment. Uh, but Jevin Carter is the guy that's been getting uh, a decent amount of opportunity lately here. He did kind of dip in minutes here the first couple games in March, but you see 22 and 35, back-to-back games of 20 points, uh, kind of correlating with his fantasy numbers here. So any night that you see Jevin Carter is going to be starting or getting an opportunity here, He's worth a pull for a night. Uh, Grayson Allen's kind of a deep 12-man league. They can maybe pull in for a night. Bobby Portis, hoping to get him. Yeah, he finally saw his minutes tick up here, 31 minutes. So it looks like Bobby Portis is going to start getting uh, more opportunity here. But from the Bucks, not a lot of Bucks that I'm interested in fantasy uh, outside the top four, and then of course Bobby Portis. They probably need some injuries to open up some opportunities for other guys. Let's look at the Timberwolves. Of course, Anthony. Edwards, Ruby, Rudy Gobert, both owned. Mike Conley probably owned. Not sure why Kyle Anderson's only 20% rostered. He remains a high minutes, high points, you know, fantasy guy here. And he touches all five categories as well. So 20% rostered for Kyle Anderson, averaging 30, 30 fantasy points per game. Nas Reed, another guy here. Under 4% rostered, and he's averaging 23.3 points per game. And then Jaden McDaniels, 24.8% rostered, averaging about 21.8. So uh, stick with those guys. I'm not sure if we're going to see Carl Anthony Towns anytime soon. Uh, Let's look at the Pelicans. Herbert Jones has been their best fantasy player over the last seven days. Three straight games of 30-plus fantasy points here. The minutes are peaking here at 37, 37, and 36. Uh, He's a five-category player, so you love the hustle on defense. He's one of their best defenders. And then points, rebounds, assists have been there of late here. So, uh, what, 28.5% rostered, and he's playing fantastic ball right now. McCollum's owned, so is Brendan Ingram, and so is Valanchunas. Uh, But Trey Murphy here has been getting a lot of work as the 2-3, and he's put together a couple of really nice games. The last three games as well, 38 minutes, 37 and 38, double-digit score, rebounds, assists, steals, and a couple blocks in there. So, uh, if you need someone under 20% rostered, Trey Murphy, definitely intriguing. And then I'll throw in Josh Richardson as well. Let's take a peek at the New York Knicks. Um, Brunson, Randall, uh, 99% rostered, so you're not getting them. Maybe Emmanuel quickly. I know we had the massive game because of the double overtime, the 75-point game, but if you look at his last six games or so, you see all over 20 fantasy points, a couple games in the 30s. Like He's a must-own player in deeper formats. Josh Hart continues to play well. Mitchell Robinson's back in the fold, and that's kind of it. Like they're, they're kind of like a six-man rotation, so nothing really from the Knicks is going to be widely available. The OKC Thunder, uh, SGA's been in and out of the lineup a lot, but outside of him, of course, Josh Giddey's rostered. Uh, and then Jalen Williams, man, he's just been on a tear. He missed the other night here, but he's just been playing out of his mind lately, 50% rostered. If he's available, please go get him. Uh, and then after that, I really don't trust anybody else on this team, I guess, uh D'Ang, Dort, James uh, Jeremiah, Robinson Earl. These guys are all hovering around 20 fantasy points per game here, but I don't really trust uh, the minutes there. Unless if SGA's out, you can maybe add one of those guys for a night. <laughs> Let's look at the Magic. Uh, of course, uh Banchero, the most-owned player here. Same with Franz Wagner. Moritz Wagner, though, he's been their second-best player the last – Seven days here. You see a 34, a 28, and a 28. So he's trending in the right direction. Really good score. Rebounds, assists, and steals are there. Markel Fultz is, is highly owned. Same with Cole Anthony. Wendell Carter Jr. is out. Not sure what's going on here with that hip injury. Uh, but Jalen Suggs, an interesting option. Gary Harris, these guys are kind of 20 points per game. Uh, but as long as Wendell Carter's missing time, Moritz Wagner should be picked up. Let's take a look at the Philadelphia 76ers. Embiid, Harden, Maxi, and Tobias, you're not getting these guys. Uh, But maybe DeAnthony Melton. He's about 29% Rockstar, averaging 23 points per game. And then after that, there's just a bunch of nothing here. Um, So it looks like only Melton's available for the Sixers. Now with the Kevin Durant news, um, he's out for at least two weeks, he's going to be reevaluated in two weeks. So I'm assuming he's out even longer than that. So uh, Booker Durant, Chris Paul, Deandre Ayton, these guys you are not picking them up off the waiver wire, but with Durant out, that's going to put Josh Akogi back into a healthy amount of minutes in the starting lineup who uh, he really blocks them. So after the trade, he had this game, he had this run of 47 points, 34, 28, 39. He was really hot uh, after the trade, after they sent away Cam Johnson and Mikhail Bridges, and Durant wasn't back yet. So look for Josh Kogi on the wire. He's under 5% rostered. Uh Terrence Ross, another interesting guy here, who had a really nice game last night. He puts up 24 real points, 35 fantasy points. He's gonna get more runs. So look for like a committee of like a and Ross to be inserted into the lineup without Durant. And then after that, campaigns back. Uh, that's that's kind of about it. Maybe Tory Craig gets more minutes, but for now, uh, stick with Akogi, stick with Terrence Ross. The Trailblazers, of course, Lillard and Grant, uh, you're not getting them. Nurkic is coming back. Let's see. He had one game last night, so that's good to see him. Hopefully, he can continue to stack games. Uh, but Cam Reddish has been the third best player on this team 12.8% rostered, and he's been playing a lot of minutes. You see 35, 40, 37, 33. Uh, six straight games over double digits. He's going to chip in rebounds, assists and steals the occasional block uh, a nice pickup here. If you're in a 12 man league and then Matisse Teibel, we know he's a really good defender. Uh looks like drew Eubanks is probably going to be on the downward now that Nurkic is back. And then after that, it gets a little murky. So look for cam reddish, uh, I would say, and then maybe consider Matisse Tybel the Spurs, Um, these guys are not, uh, not really trying to do much this year. Uh, not sure what's up with Keldon Johnson. He had a bad game in his first game back here, but he's, he's already, you know, 84% rostered. Uh, but Jeremy Sohan uh, 8% rostered playing fantastic. You see a 48 point game here. His minutes are around 30 minutes per game, uh, playing some of his best ball of the season right now pick him up if you can. Zach Collins remains a pretty nice play as well. 13% rostered, averaging 37 points per game. Devontae Graham, only 8% rostered. He's averaging 29 points per game. And then Kieda Bates-Diop, 26 points per game, 1.5% rostered. So the Spurs have some juice here. If you guys need some players here, like I'm looking at, we got Bassie, Brownham, Diop, all these guys under 3% rostered, and they're all averaging more than 23 points per game. So, uh, again, look at the top one, two, three, four, five, six guys here for the Spurs, worth a pickup uh, for the rest of the season at, at least. The Sacramento Kings, Sabonis, De'Aaron Fox, these guys are ballers. Uh, Kevin Herter and Barnes, are probably not going to get them, but maybe you can get Trey Lyles, who's been playing nice for them as the backup four. 1.4% rostered, averaging 26 points per game over the last seven days. Maybe Keegan Murray, 18 points per game, but he's probably highly owned. And then Malik Monk, he goes in flashes. I don't know if, if, if it's worth playing uh, roulette with him. The Toronto Raptors, uh, I mean, their top five is owned. Uh, you can maybe consider Chris Boucher if he's there. Uh, but pretty much all the Raptors are, are, are taken here, so I don't, I don't see anybody available. The Utah Jazz, so, uh Clarkson's out tonight, so that's why he's got the red O, marking in 99% rostered. Walker Kessler still way too low, 51% rostered, way too low. Uh, but Chris Dunn's going to get some run here. He's been playing well, 30 fantasy points per game, and he's under 12% rostered. Same with Kelly Olynyk, only 30% rostered, but he's 28.7 points per game. And then Talon Horton Tucker, he had a really good game the other night. Uh, 34 minutes. Looks like you got the start tonight as well. Um, so keep an eye on THT because as long as Clarkson and Sexton are out, THT and Dunn are going to be uh, useful for fantasy. And then maybe consider Rudy Gay if you need someone in deeper formats. And then last but not least, the Washington Wizards. Uh, you're not getting Corzingis or Bradley Beal or Kuzma, uh, but after that, check out DeLon Wright, 26% rostered, averaging 35.8 points per game his last seven days. When one of their best players, his minutes are peaking at the right time right now. Points are up, rebounds are up, assists are up, steals are up. Blocks, you get him every now and then. But he's just a really useful player. Three-position eligibility. can't believe he started at the power forward spot a couple times. But uh DeLon Wright, one of the best pickups right now. Looking into Daniel Gafford, I know he's kind of sporadic, but 10% rostered, averaging 19 points per game. And then Denny Obdia, his points per game are kind of weird. Uh, but he does kind of go in spurts. I'm probably going to end up cutting Avdia for next week. But uh, that's it. I just wanted to run through and give you guys the full uh, the full NBA landscape here for fantasy basketball, I'll let you guys know who's available, who you should be adding. And, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for me. Thank you guys for your time. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe and for you to the channel. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys later. Peace.